This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Straits Times and The Business Times, where we offer tips for the newcomer to the financial investment scene. I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is Chris Lim. Now today we are with Mr. Walter D. Oder, founder and CEO of Singapore Life. Hi Walter, welcome to the show. Hi Ernest, it's great to be here. So Walter, tell us about your company and what makes it so special. Thanks Ernest. Well, Singapore Life is the newest life insurance company to enter the Singapore Life market. We are the first new independent life insurance company in Singapore for the last 47 years. In this first year of operation, we are now the fastest growing life insurance company in Singapore. Mm -hmm. And we are already the market leader in direct-to-consumer life insurance business here. Our job is to take all of the efficiency that technology creates Mm -hmm. and to turn that into better value for our customers. And of course, everyone's looking for value. Hi, Walter. A study by Manulife says that most Singaporeans only start planning for retirement around the age of 35 to 38. Should people maybe, you know, spend less on the insta-awesome holidays and smashed avocado toast breakfasts and start saving earlier? As they say, it's never too early to start saving for your retirement. And there's lots of anecdotes to prove that. For example, if you start saving when you're 40, mm. compared to if you start saving when you're 25, you actually have to start saving half the amount at 25 compared to if you only start saving when you're at age 40. So it's never too early. Mm. And what's a good rule of thumb for saving? Is when you say half the amount, half of what? Your monthly salary? Or is it half of what you can afford? It's all about the kind of retirement income that you want to be able to achieve when you retire. If we were to say target a, a $3,000 a month income, we need to get to a lump sum at the time that you retire that's going to be able to give you $3,000 a month. And it's all about how do we get there. If you start saving earlier, mm. you're going to have to save less per month than if you start saving later. Okay, so you're saying that because in, in the CPF scheme, the CPF life scheme introduced in 2009 provides a monthly income for as long as you live. And if you turn 55 on or after the 1st of January 2020, you need a balance of uh, $181,000 uh, to at least get a payout of more than 1000 per month. Mm-hmm. How do we get to that $3,000 a month pension, so to speak? Well, if you, t- if you turn the question around and say, well, how much money do I need to have saved up in order to be able to afford the $3,000 a month? There are a couple of really good rules that you can use to adopt that. So if one rule is called the, the 4% rule. 4% rule is a really easy rule. That it says that for the rest of my life, if I have a lump sum, I can withdraw 4% of that lump sum for the rest of my life and and have a have a have a fantastic retirement. Mm-hmm. So very simply, if I had a hundred thousand dollars of retirement savings, four percent would mean that I could draw four thousand of that a year in order to make that hundred thousand last for forever. If I wanted to have forty thousand a year, or roughly just over three thousand a month, you'd have to have about a million dollars in in retirement savings at the time you retire mm. to make that work for you. That seems like a big figure if it's uh, over a million. Is that really off? Is that impossible to achieve if you're in your 40s? Well, the first starting point is always to come back to CPF Life. CPF Life is the best mechanic available in Singapore to save for your retirement. 
every Singaporean should make every effort to maximize the amount of savings they have in the CPF for CPF life because you actually can't get any better long-term retirement solution than that. So in the example that you presented, if you, if you were able to maximize your CPF life to be able to generate a 1,500 um, monthly income in retirement, yep. you then have to figure out what's the gap because clearly you're probably going to need more than 1,500. So if once yeah. you've been able to execute a CPF life, one and a half thousand of income, and you wanted to target, say, three and a half thousand, you've got a gap of 2,000, and you just need to think about that. So using the 4% rule, mm-hmm. to order to get an additional $2,000 of savings or of retirement income per month after your retirement, you would need $500,000 of, um, roughly, um, of, of savings in order to achieve that. So if I could summarize, the starting point really for retirement planning or retirement income planning is CPF life is the foundation. And then you work out how much more you want on top of CPF life. And then you plan towards bridging that gap. Is that correct? That's exactly right. And now there are a lot of tools out there in the market that you can use. There are a lot of calculators. Even CPF has a, has a number of calculators. A lot of the insurance companies put calculators on their websites to help you to, to guess at these things. And these can be done very, very detailed or very, very flexibly. The very detailed ones will ask you how much you expect to, to break down your monthly expenditure, how much you spend on food, on entertainment, on medical care, all of these things. Or you can use a much more simple rule. And that, for example, a very simple rule around retirement needs would be say, you may need to want 70% of your current income to sustain you in retirement. So if you're currently earning 4,000 bucks a month, you might find that 3,000 bucks a month would be just enough to serve you in retirement. Now, if you're liking these Money Hacks so fast, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app, on Google Podcasts, or even on Spotify. And like us and give us a rating, okay? Now, back to achieving a desired retirement income of, say, $3,000 a month. Walter, um, you have an article on the uh, Singapore Life uh, website. It talks about planning for retirement needs. Could you flesh out other rules of thumb? Sure. Well, I've gone through the 4% rule, which is a neat one to remember. But there's another rule that other people try, which we call the rule of 300. And very simply, it says that if you have a monthly retirement goal of 3,000 or 3,000, then you need to multiply that by 300 Mm -hmm. in order to get the amount of money that you need at retirement in order to sustain that. A very simple rule which takes into account inflation and everything else. So 3,000 times 300 gives you $900,000 of money that you need in order to sustain that. Mm. Very simple rule. Nothing to do with the movie 300 then? No, although that was a great movie. (laughs) But still rather, is that an aggressive goal or or is that in fact a very conservative goal? 300 times uh, whatever amount you want to get monthly. People will look at that as, as wow, that's a big number. 3000 mm. a month, but I have to have $900,000 in the bank. Wow, mm. that's a lot of money. But when you factor into account inflation and the rising costs and how long people are living, you really have to look at this as if there is a, to almost over-provide. People are living longer okay. and things are getting more expensive as we go. What about that? What's a good uh, inflation rate figure to peg it at? So ordinary goods and services in Singapore inf- are inflating at around about 1.92% in terms of the where the current inflation is at. But if you look at some of the important inflation aspects, particularly for retirement, 
healthcare comes to mind. And healthcare is inflating far faster than the other parts of the economy. So for healthcare, uh, we've seen figures of anywhere between 8 and 10% as the inflation rate. But Walter, what about the 70% rule? Can you talk about that a bit? Sure, the 70% rule is a neat one. If I'm currently earning, say, $4,000 a month in income, I might expect that in retirement I may only need 70% of that to sustain the same standard of living because my kids will be older and and my household will be smaller and my house will be smaller. Mm -hmm. So a rough rule of thumb is just if I'm looking at how much do I actually need, 70% of what I currently need is a reasonably good target to go by. If I could summarize again, the, the earlier, earlier you start, the better, because uh, you make life much easier for yourself. But it's never too late. Uh, is there ever a cutoff point where you go, I'm just going to throw up my hands and give up, I'm too old? <laughs> You're never too old. The encouragement that we'd give is just start with what you can. If you can take 10% of your current income and put it aside, if that's the maximum of what you think you can come out with, do it. If you can do that for a period of time and still come out, try and bring that up to 15% if you can. Always using these rules, the 300% rule, the 4% rule, to constantly evaluate your progress. And hopefully you'll be able to build yourself enough of a retirement nest egg to be able to afford a really good retirement. Well, thanks, Walter. Thanks for your insights. It's great to be on the show. Well, that's a wrap for Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips. Do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app or on Google Podcasts or even on Spotify. And like us and give us a rating. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.